Stem Cells at Lunch Digested is brought to you by the Centre for Stem Cells and Regenerative Medicine at King's College London. Welcome to the Stem Cells at Lunch. I'm Prudence Loy and in today's episode we're joined by Professor Julian Gotel, who is a professor in biomaterial and biointerface in Queen Mary University of London. So welcome Julian and congrats again on your recent promotion to a become lot, a so. professor. Thanks and a lot and thanks for the invitation. So can you briefly tell us um, what is the focus of your lab? So um, we're interested in the interface between biomaterials uh, science and, uh, and cell biology and in particular how cells interact with biomaterials and the, the one of the primary interactions we're interested in, in is uh, the adhesion of cells to biomaterials. Uh, so not only how do they sense the biochemistry of materials um, but also the physical properties of materials and interfaces so that can be uh, the mechanics of materials as well as uh, the topography or um, geometry of uh, the ligands uh, that to which cells will, will uh, be able to uh, adhere. Do you mind explaining what topography So topography essentially is, is uh, um, so in, in a smooth surface you have a continuous um, chemistry of okay. um, um, the surface and in a topographical uh, surface you have now a, a 3D distribution so the, okay. the the from a chemical point of view it's still a homogeneous surface it's the same okay. molecules that are at the surface but now there is a 3d shape um, and so cells seem to be um, responding to this 3d shape although the biochemistry may be the same so the same extracellular matrix proteins for example to mm. which cells primarily adhere but just their 3d distribution will have an impact on the way cells perceive this ligand so it's not just about uh, the biochemical cues that the cell environment um, will, will uh, present and uh, that may impact on, on cell phenotype, but also the physics of this environment. Am I getting it correctly that basically you're looking at how far the chemical is from the cell? Am yeah, I getting it correctly? So it's uh, how far and how much they can deform it, okay. uh, how much they can protrude, in a material, so um, yeah, the, the geometry and uh, distances is going to be something that is important, uh, but also the ability of cells to, to deform. Mechanics is definitely okay. something that is very important in, in cell response to a material. That's very, very interesting. I also read your um, LinkedIn profile, so I noticed you are trained in chemistry. So what made you change and become a bowel materialist? Yeah, so I, I'm, I'm a chemist by training and um, my, my uh, PhD was in uh, polymer chemistry and synthesis and there I was already interested in uh, biomimicry. So okay. how you can reproduce some of the properties and processes that are uh, developed in nature um, to, the, to uh, um, display new properties, new application in inert materials, mm. um, so synthetic uh, materials and polymers. And so um, gradually I, I become, became more interested in not only the chemistry of these materials, but 
structure property relationships, uh, how the chemistry correlates with the properties of materials. And I think something that is very exciting is uh, how nature has developed materials and biomaterials mm. and how cells that constitute nature interact with these materials, whether they are yeah. um, natural or synthetic. Yeah, it is very interesting to look at environmental impact on cell biology, which mm -hmm. I think a lot of people actually have not looked into well, until recently, that's the thing. So yeah, there is a, uh, an increasing amount of, of uh, literature and um, uh, community that is interested in this, uh, yeah. both from coming from a materials and uh, physics background as well as biology. Mm. Yeah. Following that line of thoughts, um, what do you think the biggest challenge you have in your field? Like, what's the biggest hurdle you think you need to overcome for the next? decade or so before you can uh -huh. really apply these to maybe in vivo conditions and stuff like that? I mean complexity is obviously a, a huge challenge and, um, and I'd say um, there, there are challenges at, at different level. Um, at a more fundamental level I think we can, or we can start to pick up a few uh, processes, a few parameters that uh, are going to have an impact on cell behavior, cell mm. phenotype. Um, but in a, um, in a normal cell microenvironment, mm. um, uh, there is a huge complexity at different length scales. Um, so at the nanoscale, where cells are starting to make adhesions and protrusions mm. and moving to the, the uh, cellular and uh, tissue level, where now you're going to, for example, be interested in polarization uh, yeah. as well as um, architecture of a tissue, a compartmentalization of cells. And so I think it's um, sometimes difficult to dissect really what are the, the contribution, contributions of different components. We can study the impact of mechanics in a very simplified system, yeah. the impact of um, um, the porosity of material in a very uh, simplified system, but when we start putting things together, the number of, of uh, parameters that uh, potentially yeah. will have an impact is huge. So grasping this is something that is very important from a yeah. fundamental point of view, but then also managing to turn it into um, a, a applied platforms. So yeah. whether it is for tissue engineering or for um, cell manufacturing, I think there is a lot of um, important uh, concepts to borrow from other fields such as chemical engineering that can be mm. applied to um, cell and manufacturing and biotechnologies okay. uh, so there is a great opportunity there that's, that's really amazing um, so what is your end goal do you want to actually generate a biomaterial that can mimic completely internal cell culture or well um, depends again on, on the <laughs> Uh, application and um, the the questions we have but um, one uh, particular platform we're interested in is trying to reproduce um, a more complex environment to uh, grow cells and tissues in vitro mm. um, and uh, for example in the case of skin which yeah. uh, you know uh, well uh, there is a huge diversity of structures yeah, and um, uh, hierarchical organization and it's still difficult to 
bring all of these elements together or a larger number of these elements together. Yeah. Uh, so developing more advanced in vitro models that maybe bring okay. uh, vasculature, the dermis, the epidermis together, mm. mechanical um, stimulation. Um, yeah, this is, I think, something that uh, we're, we're trying to develop a long-term aim and then applying this to understand better the biology of yeah. tissues such as skin um, and perhaps also use these maybe for in vitro testing uh, better yeah. predictability of safety and efficacy. Mm, definitely, that sounds very interesting. So what do you enjoy most about your work? Uh, what I enjoy most is actually discussing the science. I really love mm. learning about the detail of the science but mm. uh, sadly I can't be in the lab anymore mm. uh, but uh, I love discussing uh, experiments with uh, students and researchers in the lab that yeah. um, you know stimulates new ideas and understanding when things don't work why and what can we do what can we learn that's what I really enjoy definitely I think a lot of our audience will probably agree this is very interesting as a science I think uh, this is why we become scientists right yeah. we're we're interested in learning more yeah the hunger for knowledge yes yeah. definitely so thank you again for joining us and best of luck for your presentations later on. Thanks a lot. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you.